Hello and welcome to the Ultimate Audio Bang, Rock Paper Shotgun's fortnightly podcast where we keep you updated on all things online shooters. And as always, today I'm joined by Imogen. How's it going? Oh, it's going all right, Ed. It's been a long week. Uh, <laughs> it <laughs> really generally, has. Yeah. It's just generally been a long week. Uh, but, but it's good. There's there's some good stuff out this week now, uh, such as Skyrim Anniversary Edition. <laughs> <laughs> like how how are they still releasing more versions of that game it's it's crazy I'm, I'm kind of upset because i'm not i kind of wanted to play it because it's only like a 15 quid upgrade if you have the special edition but the only place i own the special edition is on my nintendo switch and the anniversary edition isn't coming to nintendo switch so i'm just I'm not going to pay another 50 quid to pay i can't i can't do it when it was going to be 15 pounds for an upgrade yeah all right. <laughs> I but mean, not. even then, I'm like, do I want to pay another <laughs> £15 for yeah. Skyrim? Um, There's fish. There's fishing. <laughs> and aquariums. Fishing and aquariums. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant stuff from Skyrim. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, I do love a good fishing minigame. Um, mm. But. But I'm just looking at it now and it, it like, yeah, if you don't upgrade, it costs, like you say, £50. <laughs> and wow, I I would love to know how much money they've made from the various versions of Skyrim. Too much. It's probably too much. too much. Yeah. But other things are out this week as well. We'll talk about those in a bit. Other, yes. other shooter things. Other yes. much more relevant things than Skyrim to this podcast. Yes, and and that's a perfect segue into this week's news segment where Imogen will take us through what's been going on in Newsland this week. So yeah, what's what's been what's been cracking? Well, seeing as we've we've segued from from new games, uh let's talk about Call of Duty Vanguard, because that's out now. Uh yeah. and that that's a big one. That's that's but and it's weird in my head because it doesn't feel like it is a big one or that it is out already. Um but yeah, yeah. that's around. Um you have reviewed the campaign so far. Uh tell me tell me about it. Yeah. Um Call of Duty Vanguard. It's the the campaign is okay. Um as I sort of say in the review, it's it's like a solid sort of seven, seven out of ten um very it's like a few hours it's quite short um and you basically play as various characters from a task force one this like spec ops group um that have kind of been put together um from various allied nations um and it's set in world war ii just in case uh, i don't think i pointed that out (laughs) um it's an alternate history world war ii right so it's not not quite what we no, or have learned. Yeah, it's sort of like a different take on on things. Um, so it's like where the 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 Nazis kind of they've got this secret plot to sort of revive the Reich, and you know you're tasked with putting a stop to that. Um, and honestly, it's 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 just fine. Like it's just yeah. odd as as it's sort of always been, or at least almost a step back in my opinion. Like, right. Other CODs like Modern Warfare and even like the latest Black Ops Cold War, they had um, some really cool missions. One in Modern Warfare was called Clean House and it was like really tense and it was like a SWAT team thing where you entered just a normal, ordinary house and, um, you know, opened doors in SWAT team ways and like (laughs) cleared corners and stuff. And it was just really cool. Um, And Black Ops Cold War had... Know, branching paths and option lendings and whatever else um whereas this is just very move from point a to point b and you know shoot people yeah. <laughs> um, and that will right all wrongs um so i it just didn't it didn't really capture my imagination it was a lot of the story is basically made up of ori- well origin stories so you kind of go back into the past of each member of task force one and um sort of that will then take you to certain iconic moments from world war ii like d-day and the battle of midway and stuff (laughs) like that um and yeah they're fine they're just all on the rails kind of thing there's no real exploration um i'd say yeah 
So do you think that um, these are the sort of campaign missions that a new player coming to COD would enjoy? Or do you think if you're if you're coming into Call of Duty for the first time, not ever having played a campaign at the very least, you know, is this a good one or, or not? You said it's kind of 7 out of 10. So I don't know. I'm trying to gauge whether it's like the sort of campaign they've made for existing players to enjoy or like for, for noobs, you know? Yeah, that's a that's a good question. I'm not I I'm honestly not sure who this is for. I feel like if you've not played a card campaign before, then you might enjoy it more than right, okay. if you've not played one. Um mainly cuz I guess you've not be you've not known how the heights that COD can actually reach with its campaigns because they can be a lot better than this. Sure. Um so yeah, if you've not played a COD campaign this this might actually sort of be better because well you have no sort of um uh, how, how would you say it? you're not sort of um the past is not going to play a role in this yeah really. you've got no expectations of that's of, it that's yeah. yeah you've got no expectations um and oh. you'll probably enjoy the shoot like the shooting's great and and there is a lot of spectacle and stuff there are moments which say wow this is this looks really cool this is cool um and the voice acting is great. Little things like the voice acting and the animations and stuff are amazing, actually. Um, but yeah, if you're like if you're like a cod head and you've played lots of them or all of them, um, you're going to know that this is a step backwards. And I think that's just going to play into how you feel about it. Um, and you just know it could be better than this. It almost feels a bit like um, a stopgap, kind of like a bit of filler. G- mm. Give these players a few hours and you know, then they'll kind of move on to the multiplayer or whatever. Um, so That's yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah. Talking of multiplayer then, because you, you've not written anything for the site just yet, but have you have you played the multiplayer? Have you given it a little go yet? Uh, I've I've played a very small amount. I'm going to sort of spend a lot more time with it. Um, but from what I've played, it's it's classic card. <laughs> 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 um, kind of the, the meat grinder uh, oh, multiplayer yeah. where you, you know, you spawn... And you run, and then you die, and then you kind of spawn, run, die. Um, Good stuff. You, you have, you know, your guns and your attachments and the whole leveling system. All, all of that seems largely identical to most of the CODs. Um, I think it's got certain maps from past World War Two games, like Cold World at War, sort of okay. the old Call of Duty. I think some maps have come back from that. Um I've not had a chance to sample or zombies, which is also kind of part of the multiplayer package as well. Um, but yeah, I, I again, I, I just think this is my thoughts on the multiplayer are going to be somewhat similar to the single player campaign. It's like that. Yep, this is this is more COD, um, which I think like it's fine if you like COD, but if if you're after something. If you're sort of hoping that COD would take a new, interesting direction, then no, this is that's not what this is. Um, Fair would enough. You be, would Would you be interested in this, or is this just not your not your I thing? I am not particularly. I, I hate it because I I have mostly only ever played COD for zombies. And this one's got zombies, and I really want to play zombies, but I don't really want to pay sixty pound just to play zombies. <laughs> yeah. So you know, yeah, back to birds on Game Pass. So like you know, I kind of got the zombie feel at the moment. Um, but we'll see. But when it's on sale, maybe I pick it up, give it a little go. But I've never really bothered much with with COD campaigns um, or COD multiplayer because I just find it military flavored and a bit boring. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. I, I would, I'd like to give it a go, but yeah. Don't know if I'm gonna be yeah, chucking not... down the money to do it anytime soon. Yeah, sixty pounds is <clears throat> steep for like one game mode out of <laughs> out of like three. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Oh well, oh well. But uh, yeah, if you are gonna try Cod Vanguard, it's out now. So yeah, give it a go if you fancy it. Uh, next up on the the news list, we've got some Battlefield 2042 stuff going on. Um, so this isn't technically news, but again, Ed, I'm going to lean on you because <laughs> you've played this uh, and you've had a little go and you've, you've done a little review on rockpapershotgun.com um, and you reckoned it was pretty good from what I've yeah, read. Yeah, it was, um, <laughs> again, I'm just exhausted. Like It's been such a <laughs> tiring like week of just lots of shooting and lots yep. of games. Um, yeah, Battlefield 2042, I- I've done like a, a review in progress because it was quite like a, a strange setup. Yeah. Um, so, so for some sort of context, um, EA kind of invited a bunch of like journalists, influencers uh, for sort of three 
three play sessions sort of roughly sort of four hours each um sort of i know for three three evenings i think it was uh yeah sort of from 4 p.m to 8 p.m and uh so each of those sessions kind of touched on uh the three sort of big modes in battlefield 2042 so we got hands-on with all-out warfare which encompassed uh Breakthrough and Conquest, which I guess are like the classic sort of battlefield, like big team modes. Mm-hmm. Um, then we got hands-on with Hazard Zone, which is like the smaller kind of hunt showdowny kind of um, hunting data drives and choosing when to extract. And it's a bit sort of like tighter and more focused. And then on the third night, we got to try um, Portal, which is their kind of, um, you know, community creation hub Um where you can kind of mix and match old and new battlefield and create all sorts of cool things. Um, so it was like a really sh- sort of strange, like curated setup from kind of EA um, to sample their games. So I, I didn't really get a, a good feel for like how these game modes would be when like out in out in the actual like wild with just real players and not influencers sure. and journalists and like um in kind of you know four hour stints where we were sort of had to watch like five minute presentations and then play a certain map and then swap off it and all of that sort of stuff um but from just from a general sort of overall point of view i thought it was it was fun like it um it didn't sort of blow me away or anything um i liked the i think it was breakthrough um a big team mode uh, where you've got attackers and defenders and um, the attackers sort of have to try and capture um, a portion of the map. And obviously defenders have to defend that um, sort of these zones. And if attackers take them, then kind of the map moves another part, like segment or portion of the map is then unlocked and the defenders sort of are pushed backwards and they have to defend more zones, all of that. Um, I really enjoyed that because uh, there was a sort of some direction there. Um, it yeah. sort of felt like you're all united in this one big push to to take stuff or defend things. Um, Conquest is kind of the whole map is open from the get go, and you've just got zones and you just got to capture them. And it just felt a bit aimless to me. I'm sure this was it's... the mode in the beta, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think I we might have touched on this before, right? Yes. Like it's yeah. It, it, like I think if you're with a like even though I I was in a squad with a few other journos and we were all together and chatting and all of that sort of stuff we just we just felt really direct we just felt aimless um, we just didn't really get on with the mode at all I think sure. it's more kind of if you can make your own fun and you enjoy kind of the sandbox sort of style um, of those modes that's great that's fine you'll love this but if you want more direction you'll probably not choose to play that honestly um quick thoughts on hazard zone <laughs> it's just a lot <laughs> um hazard zone's kind of like the hunt showdown sort of mode as i mentioned uh you've got a squad i think it's 32 players eight teams of four um and you've got these data drives which are scattered around the map uh, and you've got to try and get those um and then you've got two points during uh each match where a helicopter will come down and you can hop on it and extract and get out of there and if you do you get points which you can then use to buy things to then go into your next into the next sort of game of hazard zone with better gear and equipment and stuff um and if you die you don't get anything so it's kind of like a risk rewards tense vibe going on um we we sort of really enjoyed it when we were sort of surviving and we were like successful (laughs) but when you like get caught um early you die you lose it it's just really kind of jarring i don't know there's something about it where just it just felt like the rich sort of get richer if you win and you get out with with your data drives and whatever you got loads of points you can then spend on gear in the next game and it feels great and you're like wow this is amazing but if you die you don't really get compensated much for like just participating i don't know it just you sort of just go into the next match like oh shit i've got like enough i've i've just got to start with the the usual sort of gear and you can get sort of a bit stuck in a rut i think um it's just one of those modes where if if you if all of you and your mates having a good time and it you're working well together and you're successful you're gonna have it's a lot of fun but 
if you're not, then it's probably one to hop out of, I think. Fair um, enough. And then finally, sorry, I, I'm just rambling. But No, 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 you, you continue. Portal, um, final one. EA's whole like curated thing really didn't do it justice. Um, they kind of forced us to play these community creations, which were really rubbish. Um, oh, that's such a shame. Yeah, because like you'd sort of expect to with these community creation things to play um, some weird and wonderful and wacky stuff, wouldn't you? But with this, we were just forced into like the most sort of basic stuff, which just like felt almost like Call of Duty, um, sort of eliminated any battlefield identity from it. Um, So, I, I, to be honest, I, I didn't really get a good sort of. a real kind of preview of what portal would be like, but I'm sure like it's, it feels like one of those things, which is might've been the best part of the whole thing. Um, just the ability to create just this weird mash of things from previous battlefield games. Like you just know people are going to make some absolute bonkers stuff and it's just going to be just amazing. So, um, yeah, I just need to spend more time with the game at, at some point. At a later Um, date. Yeah, so my next yeah. um, thing I was going to bring up actually was Battlefield Portal because they've, um, shortly before you did all this, <clears throat> they released a like a blog post saying, you know, what you can do with it. And it sounded really cool, like, um, you know, bringing back lots of old maps and changing the rules on them and making it all a bit weird and wonderful. So that's that's a shame to hear that uh, you what you experienced of it wasn't as exciting as they've made it out to be. Yeah, it was just like quite bizarre. I just don't know what they were thinking, like, honestly. Yeah um because it's just the the modes we got to sample we we didn't even like they just weren't fun like at all maybe for like a little bit but i don't know like in 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 my article i sort of said i I wasn't expecting like battlefield cart but i was sort of hoping for just you know everyone in vehicles i don't know doing some on ramps or something like having to shoot people out of cars only or some just something weird and funny and fun um but we just didn't get we just didn't get that at all, um, and we also just didn't get to sample like uh, how to the sort of community creation like hub side of things. We didn't get to 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 scan through that and see how we'd be able to like interact with other people's creations or, or anything really. We were just kind of forced to play one or two modes. Um, so yeah, it, it, well, yeah, I just like had a gut instinct that it's it is going to be good. It's just what I saw from it just didn't do it justice, basically. Yeah, they just didn't give you the the best parts. Yeah, yeah that's well, it. hopefully hopefully when that comes out, um, I'm sure there will be lots of lots of talented community members getting some some interesting maps and that going. Because um, yeah, there's some some interesting stuff you can do with it. So like you can decide if you want like bots or normal players you can put like 128 players on tiny little maps instead of the actual ones they're designed to be on um, <laughs> you can like up player speed so everyone's just sprinting around you can change what guns they can have like there's a lot of kind of little little fun things you can do with it so i look forward to seeing what what folks come up with for that uh, next on the news roster for today um we've got some more overwatch stuff going on um so they have blizzard have released a new comic um, to talk about uh, Cole Cassidy's new name. So Cole Cassidy was formerly named uh, Jesse McCree, um, but after the Activision Blizzard went through a lot of, or well, still going through a lot of uh, kind of le- legal processes and stuff around um, allegations of like sexual harassment at the company, um, a developer named Jesse McCree um, was uh, suggested or alleged to have been in, involved in, in something. Um, and it was after that, uh, stuff came out that he he left Blizzard, so uh, they've now changed the name of uh, the character McCree, so he's called Cole Cassidy, and they've only just now um, brought out uh, a new comic, basically, to talk about some some law stuff that they were going to do that anyway, apparently, and they, now they've just kind of involved it in the name change. Um, I've not had a chance to read it yet, but I, I always love the art of these. Like, I really uh, Blizzard do a lot with Overwatch outside of the game to give it like lore and backstory. The animations are always great, um, and the comics are, are really well written too. So I'm kind of looking forward to having a little go on that. And there's also a limited time event in game as well uh, to get a skin, um, just to, to tie in with the comics release. Nice, yeah. I I've not had a chance to read it. Um, I'm just sort of scanning for it now. Um, and yeah, you're right. The artwork looks great, um, and I, I think it's quite a cool way to kind of 
uh, sort of re re kind of introduce the character and yeah and, and all of that sort of stuff um i think that's sort of quite an, an interesting way of doing things kind of rewriting him um uh yeah I, i'm sort of interested to, to give it a read i'm i'm not usually one to do this sort of thing but having been a a big old overwatch player in the <laughs> past um yeah maybe i maybe i should and i guess to see other characters as well in like a in a different light or interactive yeah so i think anna you know? and farrah are also in this comic as well so i mean all the comics are i've enjoyed a lot of them um that they've done before uh, but I, I used to really like comics a lot so i kind of that's kind of crept over and followed me into overwatch um so yeah it's good stuff nice uh Next up, we've got some Fortnite news, which is rare for us. We don't normally talk about that, but it's kind <laughs> of a big one. So um, Fortnite have pulled an emote from their store. Um, so it's a, it was to do with Travis Scott. Um, like it played some of his music. Uh, they've taken that out um, shortly after uh, this weekend just gone. Um, there was a, a tragedy at uh, the Astro World Festival where um, I think eight people died and like loads of people were injured. Um, in a crush during one of uh, I think it was the opening night of Travis Scott's concert um, like festival kind of weekend thing uh, and yeah like fucking horrific stuff um, so you know, Epic didn't say exactly why they've taken this emote out but it did come like quite quickly after this players had seen that emote in the store on the weekend um, which you know presumably to tie in with the fact that Travis Scott was doing a concert but yeah they've quickly taken it out of their store um, so yeah, kind of some pretty serious stuff. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, what happens? Pretty awful. Um, but yeah, it is quite. It's quite serious sort of stuff, isn't it? And I guess sort of props to Fortnite for moving in from the gate. It's, it's a weird sort of thing, isn't it? Um, their kind of gesture is to remove him from from the game. But I guess yeah. You know, um, yeah, I don't know much about kind of Travis sort of Scott and and his uh his shows and things but sort of the details surrounding it are all are all just horrible um so the first so, i ever actually heard of him was um when he did the uh, digital Fortnite concert like last year um like during lockdown yeah um, yeah that was the first i'd ever heard of him and so he's kind of yeah a bit wild to go from oh he's that rapper that did some stuff in Fortnite to go from oh he's that rapper that had an absolutely horrific incident happen at one of his in real life concerts yeah and like my understanding of him is he's he's like i don't listen to a huge amount of his music mm. um but i i sort of knew him before like he he appeared in Fortnite or whatever yeah and i sort of understand he's like a pretty huge like sort of uh hip-hop kind of star yeah um so for this to kind of happen um it's yeah I, i'm certain like i'm certain that um sort of festival kind of organization or whatever you want to call it will will sort of change in response to this hopefully mm. sort of, of well yeah absolutely hopefully for the better because clearly just things yeah. aren't managed properly you know that sort of stuff so um yeah yeah well yeah. Good on Epic for recognizing it and getting rid of the emote pretty quickly, I suppose. Um, yeah. yeah, and you sort of it, it does make you wonder actually if if Epic are going to be a bit more sort of hesitant uh, when it comes to you know sticking uh, like actual real life sort of stars in in their games. Um, wow, it's almost like you know game development companies are starting to realize, oh, maybe we shouldn't name things or, or put real people into our video games in case that comes back to bite us in the ass. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, <laughs> um, hmm. yeah, yeah maybe it's not the best idea. Um, you just stick Naruto in there, which is, I think yeah, is, what, they they, which is what they've done. <laughs> they've, they've put Naruto in, and I'm pretty certain Naruto's not sort of done anything horrendous i've not watched all like eight hundred thousand episodes of naruto so i can't uh can't speak for that but yeah it's uh i think moving forward epic will be a bit more careful for sure yeah and hopefully moving forward the whatever concert security they yeah. had at astroworld will be a bit better as well yeah sure. sadly um moving on something a little less dark uh, we've got some battle pass details for Halo Infinite now, um, which is fun. I mean, one of my favorite things that I've learned about the Halo battle passes are that you'll be able to complete them, um, regardless of 
sort of what season you're in. So like if you don't finish your season one battle pass and it moves on to season two, you can go back and choose to put your XP into the season one battle pass, which is cool. Um, so you like can never you never miss it because that's that currently annoys me with Valorant in that if I don't finish the battle pass that I've paid for now I can't just, like that's gone that's done yeah. I, can't, <laughs> I can't have that that's done um, which sucks so uh, but yeah so battle pass for Halo Infinite season one is going to be called Heroes of Reach um, and it will have loads of cosmetic items from Halo Reach uh, which is nice for for existing fans of, of that jazz yeah I, I'm I like i'm a fan of halo reach um so it's cool that the cosmetic items i assume like you know bits of armor and stuff um from reach will be unlockable yeah Um, so it says uh basically you you unlock an armor core and then you like plug your other like armor cosmetics into it and you can like customize it and mix and match whatever items you've got um like from the battle pass so far um so yeah hopefully some nice Nice customized Titans, not wait, Titans? What are they? No, uh, that's wrong. Spartans. Uh, Spartans, yeah. God, I'm thinking of Apex <laughs> and Titanfall and Titans immediately. Too many games. Uh, Spartans, yeah. Lots of colorful Spartans and all their customized armor running around. Yeah, I like fashion is like such a key part of all these shooters, isn't it? So, it like, is. I'm, I'm like, I'm up for it. And like you say, the, um, the fact you can actually just complete these battle passes is so good. Like, the amount I've not completed in Warzone and Valorant mm. and all that sort of stuff, it, it just like part of me will never get over it. <laughs> like, <laughs> so it's just um, nice because if there's something that you want or like you know you want in there and you know you don't have time in that season because you don't have time to play or whatever, you know, you can just go back and earn that thing specifically and then move on to a different battle pass. Like, that's oh, I just love that. That's great. There are so many things in old Apex battle passes that I've missed because I, I didn't play for a few seasons properly. So, like, if I could go back and just have those things, oh, that'd be great. <laughs> well, how would you feel about the fact that Master Chief won't be flossing? Apparently, there's not going to be any dancing. Oh, yeah, I um, have seen that. So, um, yeah. Yeah, and I won't be losing any sleep over it. But... <laughs> <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just check it just to make sure you yeah, oh, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's uh, allowed to. He can do whatever dances he wants, but not that one. That's fine. Yeah, I also won't be uh, losing any sleep over Master Chief <laughs> and like the floss emote or whatever. So, uh, yeah. But I also wouldn't be if they were like, right, no, screw it. Next season, we're just introducing like dance emotes. That'd be fine with me, to be honest. Oh, yeah. I think mean, they're quite funny. Yeah, I agree. Uh, onto a game that doesn't have any dance emotes and probably should uh, the Valorant news. Uh, so, Valorant have announced that they are adding a new character and his name is his name is Chamber uh, and he's a, a French weapons designer and he can like his abilities are that he just spawns weapons for himself which oh what okay. and like yeah that, that's literally it right like so um, so his two main <laughs> abilities because he's a weapons designer presumably uh, is he can so like his one of his normal abilities like just like your normal tactical things uh he can just spawn a like pistol like a heavy pistol in his hand to use so it's just it's like oh, cool i guess the pistol round will be won by him every every game now because he can just have that doesn't need to buy one can just make one exist um and his ultimate he just like pulls a sniper out of his ass like that he just he just has a sniper rifle like he can just that's his ability just here i here i am don't need to buy the really expensive operator i've just got a sniper rifle that's that's madness like i don't there must be like a downside to these to these i guess it's the fact you have to use a weapon this is not like i guess uh uh like a big fireball that like covers the ground or whatever but which i kind of don't like like that's kind of boring yeah like I, I like Valorant because it's kind of got, you know, there's one character who can just spawn a massive wall of smoke for her ultimate. Uh, there are others that can teleport and do all this fun shit and go invisible. And like, he's like, oh, I've got a gun. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Could have bought one, but sure. Just pull one out your pocket then. That's nice. He seems like, I feel like sort of really good players or like pros or something already gravitate towards him for, for oh, this, yeah. like, you know slightly boring reason of him being having good guns um which makes me sad uh do do, do you think you'll you'll give him a go and actually think 
God, I actually really like having these guns. Or are you just going to stay away from them as much as possible? I'll give them a try. Like I'll give all of the characters a go just to see which ones I kind of click with. Um, I think he does have other abilities as well. So he's got one that like places a little trap that scans for enemies. Um, and if it finds one, it can like slow the slow them down like a little bit briefly. Um, and then he's got his ultimate, not his ultimate actually. Another one of his tactical abilities is like a little teleport. Um, similar to another of the characters in the game, Yoru. Um, so he kind of like can place two teleport anchors and like go between them, um, which is really useful. So he has got some interesting stuff going on, but I don't know. I kind of just, oh, just like the gun thing annoys me because I don't want, I like Valorant because it's not like CSGO, you know? Yeah. It's got some fun stuff going on and I don't, I don't know, I feel like they're making it more gun oriented, which it should be, but like evenly, evenly gun and ability oriented, please. This guy, his abilities are guns, so that doesn't count as being ability oriented. That's just guns. <laughs> it's just guns. Although I do quite like the um, the aesthetic of the guns. They look oh, quite cool. Yeah, oh yeah. He's a very fashionable man and his guns are all like gold and yeah, they look very cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like the, the waistcoat look. Uh, and the haircut and all of that sort of stuff. Yeah, he's looking. He's looking sharp. Is uh, yeah, a snazzy Frenchman. Is Chamber, which chamber. doesn't really. <laughs> it's not like a very French name. Is Chamber. No, uh, well, it's like they've just looked at a gun and gone, "Well, what's a gun part we can name him after?" Yeah, <laughs> and then just big Chamber. Um, yeah, yeah. Like even Barrel or something would have been <laughs> more French. I don't know. Um. But uh, I would again. I, I would probably give him a go and see what, see what he's like. It just fit like the, these abilities seem like almost a bit of a cop out. I know they're not yeah. cop out. Yeah. They feel a little bit like what ability you want to give him? Oh yeah, make guns. Yeah, nice done. Um, yeah, I do agree. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what he's like. So um, Chamber is going to arrive in Valorant next week uh, on November sixteenth. Um, but before then, the the new season is already out now. Um, if you wanna wanna give it a go, new battle pass and gun skins and all that good stuff. They've currently got um a little like mini battle pass thing for uh it's like a collaboration with the new League of Legends Netflix series Arcane. So you can buy uh, well, there's like a free battle pass where you can earn like skins based off of based off of the series. Um, and then also you can buy a gun skin, which is like Jinx's pistol. So. Or it's like, it looks like a pistol Jinx would use. I don't know what gun. I don't know what Jinx uses. I don't play League of Legends because uh, uh, I, I think it's like a it's like a rocket launcher. She has like a rocket launcher, right? That like it's a mini gun that can turn into a rocket launcher. Right. I'm pretty certain. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Just, just so, got to clear that up. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean that that's 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 cool. But yeah. So in Valorant, they've just made like a gun that's themed around that, presumably. And it's a nice, it's a nice gun to be fair. You kind of fire it in a cool way. It's got good animations. Um. I'm not going to buy it because it costs twenty pound for one single. Oh my skin, god! But... Okay, yeah, that's. <laughs> but no. it's nice. But t- let me tell you, a lot of people have bought it. I have looted that gun off of a number of corpses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of do that as well. If I if I choose to play Valorant, I'll just nick cool oh, guns the off the game. floor. Yeah, because yeah. what I don't want to pay for any of them. Exactly. Like, come on. Exactly. <laughs> uh, right. Moving on to the last news story of the segment, um, we got some Apex stuff. So basically. Apex Legends new season is out. Escape is live now um, with the new hero and the new map, which we talked about a little bit on the last podcast. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's all out now. I have been absolutely no-lifing it as well. I've been playing it so much. <laughs> um, and I'm really enjoying it. The new map is so good. Um, I think because it's, so it's a lot bigger than previous maps, so you kind of... I don't know, there's more to explore. You get to kind of run around and see all this pretty beach and island stuff more and... When you get into fights, it tends to be a little bit more long-ranged, which is kind of interesting, kind of see how that goes. Um, and the new character I've been enjoying so much. I typically never play with a very aggressive playstyle. Uh, I have now since been playing Ash for like a week straight and have only been playing very aggressively, and it's really <laughs> fun. Uh, so, yeah, good stuff. Really God, it's it. like brought out a new, a new side of you. Which it has. This, it genuinely uh... has. God. are you finding the new the sort of the big map like the fact that it's it's like larger and more like open are you finding sort of that it it holds your interest still like because i think that's the one thing with big maps and me in these battle royales is i kind of find myself just running through like barren landscape yeah. rages but is this one quite sort of there's a lot going on 
and it's well yeah so i struggled with olympus the last new map that came out that was quite big and quite that was very open um and i struggled with that i didn't enjoy that as much um but this is it's it's fairly open it's got areas that are quite open but there's a lot of interesting stuff in those areas if you know what i mean like yeah yeah there's just a, there's more to bounce between you know there's more to explore um more interesting kind of terrain to fight across and I, i'm really enjoying that so yeah it's been good and it's set on a beach it's, it's like sort of a sunny beach vibe isn't it it's um, great this one. i've said this before and i'll say it again but you know stop giving me dusty concrete bowls for maps <laughs> because this is so much fun to look at like it's just really nice <laughs> yeah i i actually want to i keep saying all these things i want to get but i do actually want to get back into apex and see the beach because i just i just love a good beach um so it's so nice it's very nice yeah um join me yeah and we'll, we can low life the game together <laughs> you can follow me while i aggressively charge at people as yeah if you're like image please slow down i just like <laughs> i needed to oh, stop yeah this is actually the first season of apex i've decided that i want to try and rank up as well uh, because normally I feel like ranking systems in battle royales are kind of dumb because it's so luck based. If you don't like, if you don't land on a gun and somebody else does land on a gun, then that's the, okay, done. You're out of that game. Goodbye. But now I am playing play more aggressively, and I know how the rank system kind of works in Apex. I'm actually really enjoying it. So I'm gonna. This is my. I'm road to plat at least. This is my oh, my, my season goals. Yeah, that's very good. I'm already yeah. in gold. Um, cool. It's not that hard to get to gold because you don't. It doesn't cost much RP to get into matches in silver and bronze, so you kind of just you can kind of just get to gold by existing. Uh, <laughs> but <it's, laughs> now getting out of gold is a struggle, and I'm, I'm having fun though. It's really, I'm just really enjoying it. I just I, it's my love for Apex is is never been stronger. Yeah, I feel like this is you literally have mm. been given like a new lease of like you know enjoyment, excitement out of this. I love it. I also love how you just totally roasted like anyone in bronze and silver then. I'm like, so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> those poor people. But if you're just... in bronze and silver, it's not hard. Just survive for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Genuinely, man. you can just rank up by just surviving to as close to the end of the match as possible and you just get RP. You just get rank points and you just go up. It's fine. Oh, but then, okay. Yeah, but well. then when you're in gold, you start getting matched with people who are in like diamond and plat. Then it's harder because they will kill you. <laughs> yeah, you can't and they have just... been killing me. <laughs> oh, uh, I I will have to sort of keep track of your progress over the yeah. season. See where you end up. Uh, whenever this podcast ends up, we'll see where you end up. Um, we should start. We could do a segment just like ranked update and see how well we've both done in some sort of ranked section of a video game. That yeah, week. to be fair, that does sound like a good idea. I just need to decide what game I want to rank up in. <laughs> <laughs> just so I'm not saying bronze like every single week, because <laughs> um, yeah, I don't I don't know if like many of the FPS games I play actually have like ranking systems, you know, like um, sort of COD Vanguard or Battlefield and stuff. I don't mm. think they've got rank modes. They're not. Um, I don't. I don't think. I mean, I could be totally wrong. But does I don't Warzone think... have a ranked mode? Warzone oh, does it have a rank? I haven't played for months, so but I part of me thinks there is no. There is, oh. no, there is no, there is, there is no ranked mode. Huh. Well, um, there you go. So yeah, maybe I do need to join you in Apex. Or, yeah, join me. Well, actually, I'll probably bring you down in Apex. So like, maybe I'll just go on my own. At least get. Nah, it'll out be of fine. We, like I said, we can. I think even in gold, there's a point at which you don't need to get killed. You can kind of just survive for a bit, and you'll still get positive points. So we can just do that. We can play hide and seek. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> just like zero engagement with the actual yeah. game. We'll just climb. So enemies over there run in the opposite direction yeah just no shots fired <laughs> um but you know that sounds good nice um but yeah that is that is it for the news today go play apex news. it's great and uh sort of a nice smooth segue into the theme of this week um and this one's a bit of like a, a looser sort of chat than may, than may be usual. Uh, we've sort of just been chatting uh, Call of Duty and the new Call of Duty, uh, Call of Duty Vanguard, as well as Battlefield 2042, and sort of maybe touching on whether they actually need or sort of multiplayer games, uh, shooters need uh, a campaign mode. Um, so what are your sort of thoughts on 
campaigns in shooters, Imogen? Do you... So with like Call of Duty and Battlefield and stuff, I really don't know because I think commercially they don't need them because most of the player base comes for the multiplayer, right? Like it's a really social game. Yeah. Um, well, both of them are really social games. Um, however, uh, I I do know that COD have done some really phenomenal campaigns in the past. I, I unfortunately have not played, I don't think, any. <laughs> uh, oh, no, that's a lie. I might have played Black Ops's campaign. No, uh, that's but a that's good it. one to have played. Yeah, I think. I think I played that one. Yeah. Um. So, but so because they are really good, right? So the ones that and the one I've played and the ones I've heard about, um, like the ones in Modern Warfare and that, they were all really good. So I do think that there is definitely a place for them. But I feel like with some of the newer games, the campaigns have not been as good as judged mm. by your review, um, as well. Um. And so I'm starting to wonder if they don't need them, but they should probably put more effort into them. Like, it feels like they're putting more effort into uh making the multiplayer better because that's kind of where the money is i guess being live service um but i don't know yeah put more effort yeah. into the campaigns i think that would be good yeah i was gonna say like uh, sort of it'll be good for them to put more effort into the campaign but you sort of wonder if um they're kind of I guess these studios, these developers are kind of tied to like money. They have to make money, don't they? Sure, and, of course. and I guess like, as you say, the money is in the multiplayer and the battle passes and all of that sort of stuff. And you wonder nowadays how many, how much, how many resources like go into the campaign modes. Uh, and, yeah. and maybe that's why they're maybe sort of, well, at least Vanguard felt a bit filler. Um, kind of, you know, they got the few hours out there, <laughs> um, mm. and then they're like, "Right, we're we're sort of done here." Um, so, yeah, I, I I don't know. I think like it's it's a shame what's happened to the campaigns because there there have been some in the past, at least with Call of Duty, which have been really good, like Black Ops. Um, my memory is a bit hazy on it because so long ago. Yeah. Um, but I remember that being particularly good like i think it was maybe the first call of duty campaign i played which felt sort of like quite dark and like a proper sort of deep story um with kind of interesting like twists and turns um although saying that i think modern warfare maybe the, the original also was particularly good um but they sort of it they've not really evolved over time. Like you could kind of look at Vanguard now and compare it to an old Call of Duty campaign and they'd be kind of similar, right. <laughs> um, which is a bit of a shame. Just the graphics look nicer. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know if Call of Duty needs a campaign, but having said that, what, I swear it was like one of the... The Black Opses, I think. There's so, there were so many Black Opses. There like, were. Um, one of them, I think it might have been four. <laughs> there four, I don't know. Um, where it didn't have a campaign. They're like, actually, no. Yeah, it was the most recent one, I think. Yeah, oh, right? Like, I, am I I'm right? Gonna, Do I need to Black open that on it? <laughs> or I'm just going to like type in and see what happens. Yeah, there we go. Black Ops 4, 2018 multiplayer first yeah multiplayer first person shooter so they were just like nah we're gonna get rid of it um and i'm pretty certain the consensus on that was we missed the campaign <laughs> um, so i think lots of people are actually you know what we actually like the campaigns but it's yeah. weird because the campaigns like when they are around they kind of get roasted a little bit so yeah um yeah. I think it's worth having them because Call of Duty has always been a uh it's always had a bit of everything a bit of everything, right? So it's had the campaigns and it's had like the arena wave based stuff with zombies and then it's had the multiplayer. It's been it's been nice that it's had all three of those. And I think if you take one out, it does take something away from the game. Um, for sure. I mean I know zombies kind of comes and goes. Um but even still, if you kind of remove multiplayer or the campaign, it, it does it loses something about its identity, I suppose. Um, in a way. But yeah, then, yeah. I know it's, it's it's hard coming from me because I don't really like Call of Duty just in general. So, <laughs> like, 
this is a lot for me to say as someone who's not super into it, but I suppose generally with having campaigns in multiplayer games, I am into it because I I like having that single player experience as well as the multiplayer experience. You know, I love social games. Most of my gaming over the last year or so, especially, has been really, really hyper social and I haven't actually been able to sit down and complete a single player game. So like I, I appreciate having to have that. But then I suppose I'm I'm looking forward to something like Overwatch 2, which is going to have um mostly campaign stuff, but then also the multiplayer aspect as well. So it's you know, that's kind of my vibes with it, I suppose. Yeah, do you sort of feel like campaigns and story in these multiplayer, almost multiplayer first games nowadays, um, help to kind of like immerse you in the world and maybe give oh, yeah. some more like, uh, not context, but you know what I mean, almost like context to some of the characters. You can kind of have like a bit of a, uh, you sort of get to know the characters, don't you, or the operators or the heroes in these sort of games. Like there's a bit more backstory to them. Definitely. Um, it adds a lot for me. I think with so obviously with Overwatch because I do all the comics and stuff as well. I love all of that. That's really fun to to explore. Um, and then I suppose as well with with Apex because I've been playing that so much recently. A really relevant point there is that the new character Ash is she's got a lot of ties with another another of the characters in the game um, Horizon. So they quite have like a bit of banter in game as well. Um, and then obviously they've got their uh, like animated short things and trailers and stuff which go into that more. Um, and that does add a lot for me. Like, I like that. That's something that's a little bit entertaining to listen to while you're kind of running around um, in a game itself. Apex did try doing story type missions and they they weren't particularly good. So it, it hasn't in a while. So I'm not sure if the campaign thing works for every game. But like, I I at least like having a bit of a bit more, you know, a bit more, a bit more beef in there, you know? Yeah, I guess like games, games like Overwatch and, and Apex and stuff don't necessarily have, well, they don't have big campaigns, do they? No. Like sort of, you know, 10 hour stories. No, God um, no. And you, you almost wonder like whether maybe COD one day or, you know, Battlefield or whatever would tr- maybe trial that instead of having a campaign sort of having these little sort of chunks of story um yeah little bits maybe um yeah that'd be interesting to see i i think it's it's harder for a game like call of duty because it's more real where yeah. you know apex and overwatch and even valorant and that they're about magical sciencey fake <laughs> characters like it's 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 nothing it's dystopian whereas call of duty is a about more real people it's about you know world war Two and world war one and it's about like actual things happening I, they, they did do a couple of future ones right but it's still very grounded i suppose and i think it's harder to make an interesting story with characters that are closer to home than a bit wild and sci-fi yeah is i think that sort of actually is a really relevant point for vanguard um because obviously that's sort of tied to um sort of world war two yeah like the, you know all that has all history and, and it was like an alt alternate version of world war two but they're sort of they're tied to um to all of that um and it sort of felt like it's been it's been sort of rent they can't really sort of break out from that once yeah. they're sort of so tied into it they can't then kind of go sort of a bit wild and a bit different with it they kind of have to honor that the history and make sure it's not well not taking the piss for sure um, i mean as, as they should yeah they, they yeah should exactly be it in, in the right way um so i just think maybe that's why sort of call of duty campaigns that the ones that have traditionally been more interesting have been the ones that have been sort of set in in modern day or, or in sort of futuristic times. I think it was Infinite Warfare or Advanced Warfare or yeah. <laughs> one one of the two, one <laughs> of the three, whatever. Um, where it, it wasn't so based on history, they could kind of go a bit different, a bit uh, yeah. sort of a bit more unique with things. They have um, scope to make it their own more. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, so. Uh, I sort of wonder if that's part of why my thoughts on on World War Two and Vanguard and stuff just haven't been glowing is because I'm actually mm-hmm. just a bit sort of tired of of the fact they they have to follow that same mold all the time because they yeah. you know you can't go too bonkers with it. Um, 
so uh, you know maybe maybe in future with call of duty at least I, I sort of have faith in the next one modern warfare whatever whatever it may be will probably be more interesting and more unique because they have mm-hmm. room to 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 go uh, a bit different with things for sure um, i mean yeah so ultimately i think they do still need their campaigns to keep them whole games but it would be nice to see them do less uh historical accuracy accuracy kind of there's not real true historical stuff but they're trying to make it as historical as possible and just see them yeah just do some more modern stuff some more futuristic stuff you know make it their own a bit more play with the story more because they're your characters you know yeah exactly because when you try when you try and do this sort of you know loosely termed real world stuff you you do tend to fall into those same traps definitely um so yes more weird and wonderful and, and tr- <laughs> just take just take risks i think um yeah. if it doesn't work out i think um it, you know when it when it does work it will be something to really like really remember and, and it uh, it'll be worth doing i think so absolutely yeah, there we go. Some some thoughts on campaign-ness. And on to player names. Uh, well, one of us presents three player names from a shooter we played recently that made us laugh or think, who even are these people? Um, so this week, it's my turn, but <laughs> I've not... I've not had a lot of time to prepare for this because uh, of all these things I've had to do with uh-huh. Vanguard and everything. So what I've done is go gone to this website. Um, just the first, I just typed in cod names into Google. And it came up with like this list <laughs> of um, like lists in categories of like funny cod names and cool cod names and stuff. So I've selected one from funny, one from cool, and one from uh, you know best cod names for a clan. Nice. Um, so we can sort of see how how you feel, how funny these cod names are, um, and you know how cool they are. Sounds um, good. Sounds good. Right. Lay, lay the first one on me. What's what's so, the first theme for this one? So that this is um, what could be best described as a funny Call of Duty name. Funny Call of Duty name. They've listed a very funny one. Okay. Um, so this name is Abnormal Vigor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm laughing, but I don't know if I'm laughing. Um, how do you? How funny is that for you? Abnormal vigor. Normal vigor. Um, capital A, capital V. Um, two words. I mean, <laughs> are these like player? Are these suggestions people have put in, or is this like? Is this actually people's names that they I think found? These are, I think these are suggestions. The suggestions. Um, like, and and these aren't or taken. So you know what I mean. Like these are these are ones I'm being taken and I don't know I I don't have abnormal it's just such a it's two random words it's like someone's flicked through a dictionary and just put their finger <laughs> in like two pages like I don't know what's specifically supposed to be funny about it <laughs> I, I I like I think this is some weird like AI that's found this funny right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and. It's just plucked like two words that like from some weird like algorithm where it's like these are funny, um, and I just I don't know why. There's there's some others on this list which, uh, no, like, to be honest, none of them are actually that funny, but <laughs> they're just some weird, weird and wonderful yeah names. So God, God what's the cool one? What's what's the cool? The cool because I feel cool... like this is going to be funnier than the funny one. <laughs> so this cool one uh, is gutsy studs. Gutsy um, studs, yeah, no, definitely funnier. Yeah, so, <laughs> so we, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, that's funnier. But is it cool? Like, is it cool? Is that a cool? Um, one? I think if you're calling yourself a gutsy stud, no, you're not cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, gutsy studs, it's good. I like the the use of you, the letter U. I like, yes. I like that. Um, I'm sure there's a word for that when you have multiple vowels of the same type in words next to each other. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, I have no um, idea. Gutsy studs. I mean, the first th- the first time you said that, I'm thinking studs like, like the little, like studs you get in your clothes, like little metal metallic studs. You know, like, but, oh, but that yeah. like makes absolutely no sense because which is why the second thing that came to my head was a stud, as in when, like when you call a guy a stud. Yeah, that's know? what. I, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So, as well. And that's. Yeah. 
but gutsy studs. I don't, I don't know. I got nothing to say to about it. Ed. What? It's just. It's, a, it's definitely funny. <laughs> it's like and not just, cool. It's just in the wrong category. <laughs> yeah. It's not. It's not cool, is it? It's just. Um, it's. It's sort of almost a clan name, which is. Mm. What, which is what we're going to get onto next, um, because I. D- I think this might actually be the best one. You, so, think, you think the clan name's got um, it? Okay. Yeah. So this this is Flame Skeleton Band. Flame um, Skeleton Band. <laughs> it's uh, immediately a fantastic image. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. You just sort of think of those spooky skeletons, the ones that traditionally play like the trumpets or whatever, but yep. they're like, well, they could be playing trumpets, but they're a whole band this time. Mm-hmm. And they're on fire. Yeah. Um, it's perfect. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's like a a rock like band name. I'm into it. So Halloween vibes. I, um, I would hope that that in this clan, the E, which would have like a little tag or like a little picture with like a little a skeleton on fire playing an individual instrument. I think that that would be nice. And yeah, they're, they're, I th- yeah. I think like the clan um, badge for this would be amazing, and like the merch and everything. Oh god, yeah. Um, yeah, flaming skeleton band. It's just it brings back so many good. Halloween Halloween images in my head. Or even, I mean, they could be like Ghost Riders. If they dressed like Ghost Riders, that'd be fun too. Just like yeah. something leather jacket-esque. Yeah, I, I just, I would be part of this clan. I would like to be. I like that almost it has absolutely nothing to do with Call of Duty no. as well. It's just, it's that they're like just their own band and they're just here to play Call of Duty in their downtime. Um, you know, it's definitely cooler than Gutsy Studs as well. Gutsy Studs is funny. Flaming skeleton band is cool because I don't know. I just something about a flaming skeleton that's just like a a cool, a traditionally cool image, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think the flaming skeleton basically it's cool and quite funny. I yeah. think it's it's the whole package. The whole package. Um, that, there's that's sort of it. There's so there's so many more. I'm, I'm just scrolling down. There's so many more of these names. Um, well, uh, maybe one day we can. We can go through them. Oh, there you go. If you're in the need for a for a Call of Duty name and you would like an AI to suggest it for you, does Ed have the website for you? Oh, yeah. You basically just need to type in God names into Google and then click like the first <laughs> one. Um, so, yeah, I would highly recommend it. It's very, it's very good. Um, so, yeah, more Excellent more next stuff. time. Ho- hopefully, ne- you know, next next week or ne- not next week, next time we will come better prepared but it's been a real time this week it's been very busy and you know whenever you do these these journal events and with influencers stuff they hardly ever let you use your own screen name so it's just like you know player 302 that's it yeah those aren't funny names those aren't interesting yeah we just had like some ridiculously long like battlefield player 0381 (laughs) underscore you know whatever like we were publication we were or something you know it's just uh it just they're just not funny and i can't pick three of those for our for our chat Um, unless you end up with player 69 or player 420 there's nothing to say (laughs) yeah i i was 381 so it's just not Uh, funny or cool or anything but yeah 69 would have been top quality ideal yeah yeah (laughs) um so there we have it those the names next time hopefully return to form Uh, not that this one was terrible it, it had some moments. Um, uh, thank you for listening to this episode of the Ultimate Audio Bang. If you want to make sure you never miss an episode, then be sure to subscribe via your podcasting platform of choice. Uh, there are also a number of other ways you can support the show. You can follow us on Twitter. RPS is at Rock Paper Shot. I'm at From Edward, and Imogen is at Immy Beck. And if you want to chat to some lovely people, you can go join our RPS Discord. That's at discord.gg slash rockpapershotgun. You can also get yourself some very nice clothes in the form of RPS shirts and hoodies. You can just head on over to our store.readpop.com to see what threads we're selling and whether you'd like to purchase any. And last but not least, for all of your PC gaming needs, make sure you head on over to rockpapershotgun.com. So that's it from the both of us. Uh, We'll catch you later. Bye. Bye.